welcome to the SEO Podcast, <laughs> Unknown Secrets of Internet Marketing. <laughs> My name is Chris Burris, owner of eWebStyle. I'm Charles Lewis, your internet marketing specialist. Thank you guys for tuning in. We know that there's some people watching live. Thank you guys for watching live. Uh, thank you for your patience. And uh, you, as you can see, we are exactly on time. Yeah, that's what I was laughing at. <laughs> the, right as you said that uh, Bill to the back, he said, it's always your fault. <laughs> 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 listening live and commenting. Thank you guys. You are listening to the most popular SEO podcast on iTunes. That is because of you and you and, and you over there, you over and there, right and there. You ducking under your desk. I see you right there. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah, it's cobwebs and yeah, and your, your, and, your cords are tangled and bubble gum. <laughs> <laughs> um, the reason we're the most popular SEO podcast on iTunes is because you guys uh, listen and because you guys write reviews. If you have not written a review, in fact, before we even talk about writing reviews, uh, if you're in front of some sort of electronic device that yeah. has the ability to tweet, Facebook, plus one, stumble, dig it. Trip it. Trip it. Trip it. Trip it. You could have a cross, falling. cross between Cheech and Chong and, Dog and Bob, Bob and Doug McKenzie. Trip it. Yeah. <laughs> Trip it, man. Anyway, get on to iTunes. That was your Cheech impression? Yeah. Okay. I was at, we, I was actually in in, a, in basically a drugged out skit yeah. uh, last Saturday um, on stage. <laughs> it was really good. Uh, the, the, it was maybe a little inappropriate because yeah. I was like a stoned, like way stoned six year old. Oh wow! <laughs> but it was like you know. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, therapeutic drugs. Unfortunately, no. Oh. It was anyway, um, so go on to iTunes, create an account, post a review, Three and days. then send us an email. And you can send us an email, podcast at e-webstyle.com. Send us that email. Let us know that you submitted a review, and uh, we'll read your review on air. We'll give you a punch in the face. We actually have a sound effect with a punch uh, based on this review. This is kind of cool. So this okay. is oh yeah, I realized that you weren't tatted up today. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I even took one off. I just felt like uh, it was getting overdone. Running out of ten is enough. <laughs> um, first one is actually from iTunes. Start looking like Little Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> I just need it like head to toe. Uh, tats on the neck have to like hurt. I have to think that it hurts really bad. What a great tool for helping grow a website. Uh, this is by StiversLegal.com. Oh, yeah. uh, it reads, what a great podcast. I started a new website to expand my law practice, and these guys gave me all the tips I need to start seeing my traffic grow along with my client base. Exciting and educational. You'll be touching base with him yeah, today, yeah, right? I touched base with him the other day. He says, man, Chuck, I watched the podcast. You guys are doing great. I guess I should go do a review. Yep. <laughs> so appreciate that. Punch in the face to you. Um, Adam, yeah, I'll reach out to you a little bit later. Um, let's get, uh, I'm going to skip that. I've got some more to re uh, reviews to read, but I'm going to jump into news real quick. Okay. Um, and before we get into news, do not forget, we are your friendly local neighborhood top mm. position snatchers. Yeah, we'll go get that. And we have a mantra. Don't be a douche. Don't be a douche. Yeah. Um, in news, I saw Best Buy. The the comment of the article was, is Best Buy Ooh. destined to go the way of Circuit City? Mm -hmm. And and I'll tell you what, this is something, I don't, it was probably about eight years ago, somebody mentioned this. I heard it on the radio, and I started thinking about it, and this person on the radio was incredibly 
preachy about what you should and shouldn't do. Mm-hmm. And they said, if is she? I think it was Dr. Laura or something. She said, if you go to a store and preview a device and then go online and buy it, you're actually gonna you're actually doing something wrong. Yeah. Because and if you think about it, we need. Best Buy. Where are we going to go to play with our electronic gadgets and go check out TVs? So, mm-hmm. you know, it may be great that you're saving money by going to Best Buy and finding the right TV and then using your uh, Amazon Prime and having <laughs> it delivered the next day. But if you keep doing that, yes, that's going to push them to keep the prices low. But there's only there's some level where they can't compete. You know, if you're all you're doing is saving taxes, then you're penalizing a local company that is l- providing a legitimate service to you, the ability to see the TV, and you're ripping them off. Well, and I, I understand logic, but at the same time, as a consumer, it's not my problem. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It, well, it's not my so issue. what do we do when when Best Buy goes away? Go to fries. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but I mean, but seriously, speaking of fries, maybe that's a uh, something Best Buy should consider. I think one of the reasons they're in that situation now is due to so many so locations. many locations. I think, as a matter of fact, I read the article. They're sitting some of them down to come up with smaller mobile type um, centers, and so I think that they should. Uh, I wouldn't think smaller mobile would help, right? If the concept is just to have one location and and well, so if if that trend continues though, then people go to Fry's and see the TV and then buy it from Amazon. I mean, obviously, it seems like Fry's business model is working, so maybe that's not that that's not too big a deal. But I, you know, I think I, I think it's something that I had never thought about until I heard it, mm-hmm. and it, it, it's frankly true about most things. And it kind of opened my eyes, like, wow, you know, they are providing a service, and if the service they're providing is uh, access to see the equipment, and they don't get paid. When you access to see the equipment, mm-hmm. you know, it's yeah, frankly that's a business model that's going to go away. So I, I just thought that was worth mentioning. Google Drive is about to be launched, or it has been yeah, some beta so. or something, mm-hmm. and uh, similar to Dropbox, uh, they're thinking that Google Drive is going to be free up to five uh, gigs. Uh, Dropbox is free up to two. Two gigs. Yeah. yeah, and I was checking. I actually have a paid Dropbox account. It's at six, so I could probably trim that out a little bit and and switch over to Google Drive. Uh, and the HTC The One is coming out. I literally bought my new phone not too long ago and uh, had debated waiting for it. I think uh, you know it's still going to be a while before it's on Sprint, but yeah. it did get launched, and they were comparing the phone on the HTC to the, the phone on the, on the iPhone, the camera. Not oh, the, the phone, cam- the yeah, camera on the okay. HTC. <laughs> yeah, hmm. wow. I will take a <laughs> sip of coffee now. <laughs> and it will be quick because I have to read a couple reviews. Yeah, go ahead. All right, Go Cloud Communications. This is on our Facebook page. By the way, you can find us on Facebook.com slash eWebStyle. Or Twitter.com slash eWebStyle. Or YouTube.com slash eWebStyle. And uh, this one is on our Facebook page. It says, I listen to your podcast every week. I find you funny and informative and not necessarily in that order. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I read that one. You've given me a lot of good ideas for the various sites and online presence properties I manage. Thanks, guys. A big punch in the face to you. Mm, Boom. Back at you, Mr. Goat Cloud. Goat Cloud. Um, Yeah, go check them out. Goat Cloud. He didn't leave. I'm assuming he's like goatcloudcommunications.com or something. Um, And the next one is from Rhythm Passport Kia. First off, Kia, thanks for the CD. It was it's awesome. Oh, I've been listening that CD. To. Okay, yeah. 
It's really good. It's a. I got a lot of kind of international. Uh, yeah. Yeah, very mellow. It'd be really good to as background music for Trip It. <laughs> uh, big shout out to you both and a big. Right there's P I T F. Punch and in the big, face. Okay. Oh, that's, 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 that's <laughs> I thought you were spitting. <laughs> You really shouldn't spit on camera. Yeah, like that's this kind of rude, Chris. <laughs> All the way from the UK. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Been listening to your podcast on SEO. Uh, they are great, informative, and funny. Only discovering them about a week ago, but listened to about ten already. Awesome. I submitted my. Way to go. I, su- <laughs> I submitted my site. Yeah, we're on one forty-three. Uh, uh, rhythmpassport.com. And actually, I spoke with him after he wrote this. Uh, I had a good lo- long one-hour conversation with him, uh, and it and it was it was great. He's he's a you know a guy who's got a passion about what he's doing about his website, and uh, and you know that's always great to see. And and I love international music, and so that's something that he's doing. Basically, it's a site where you can if there's an international band playing in the London area. Uh, you can actually find out where they're playing on his website. Mm-hmm. He even breaks it down. So if you want to find a Senegalese artist uh, who you may not even know the name of the artist, but you just want to hear some music from Senegal, you could pull up Senegal, and if there's an artist playing in London from Senegal, he'll have it. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. So that's that, pretty cool. And uh, I think that's got opportunity to expand into you know the cities that could support it. Mm-hmm. I think Houston probably could support yeah, it. Yeah, huge international... Uh, um, situation here in Houston. Yeah, um, you know, of course. So the first four largest cities yeah. in the U.S. You've got London, Paris, I'm sure. Uh, so it'd be a pretty niche little product. And so it was exciting to chat with him for about an hour. And and uh, he paid me with a CD, which was really really cool and really great music. Uh, I, I'm a fan of Manu Chow anyway, so uh, that was great. Uh, all right, that's it. We have reached our Gino time limit. Okay, so uh, got a punch in the face to. Uh, to uh, one of our, <laughs> I think that's it. Yeah, okay, I got I think, it. Yeah. Um, well, since I'm talking Twitter, uh, first off, if you're in front of Twitter right now, or or G Plus, or Facebook, or anything like that, go ahead and tag us at eWebStyle. Let us know that you're watching this hashtag SEO Podcast uh, 143. And then tag us at eWebStyle, that way we can uh, retweet you or, or whatever we want to do. The reason I use hashtags in G+, and in Facebook, even though they're not... They don't support it, support it, right? Because I think eventually they will. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and if you would, I've realized that if I use a hashtag in a, in a, in a Facebook post or comment, and then... I turn around and search, well, not in Facebook. I haven't noticed it there, but I have noticed it in G+. If I turn around and search for that hashtag. Like Google search for Google it? Google yeah. search for it. Those results will show. Yeah, makes so, sense. Um, so, yeah, hashtag. It's <laughs> the podcast 143. Talking Twitter, punching the face to at Justin Romack. Um, so he hit me up, and he asked a couple questions. Um, and so we'll answer those briefly. Um, one of them was about places. How do you get your places page to rank for certain key phrases? Um, and I'll go ahead and address that. First things first, complete your profile. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Probably a hundred and ten, because add a little bit extra once, even even when it says a hundred percent, there's probably I think space for another image, Something. space for another video, a little more text. Mm-hmm. So uh, a, 
but at a minimum, it's got to be 100. What what Google considers 100% complete. Now, and part two of that question was for certain key phrases. So what what you do is first off, make sure you use the categories that that Google Places page auto already list yep. for your industries. Then they give you an option to add more categories, custom categories. Those custom categories uh, should be keyword friendly and relative to what you offer. Right. And then yeah, so do that and yes. Fill out everything, and frankly, make sure your site, <laughs> your site is is optimized well. Because as we talked about on the yeah. last podcast, that your places page can show up with a internal link to your current website, and so your your places page has to be complete, and your site needs to be uh, optimized fairly well. Uh, his second question was, how do you deal with um, negative publicity and I'm kind of um, shortening yeah, it up right, he gave right. me a longer explanation guy had some bad press about his business um, since then it wasn't that's partially false right and you know but it's, it's when you search his company we have a good, that comes up we have a good example uh, in our Google places page yeah one of the reviews says this service sucks yeah from Mo. something like that from Mo yeah yeah so the, the way you deal with that is you well go ahead you, you call him and you say is see more butts there. I'll get you. Yeah. <laughs> nah, but what you do is you, you have to suppress it. I mean, the only way you can get rid of bad pub is to get more good pub. And so, unfortunately, bad pub travels faster <laughs> than good publicity does. But um, I would I would pursue better reviews. Um, write a I, comment. Yeah. Right. Because yeah, you definitely you're, respond to yeah, it. Respond to uh, that. Bad with review. links. Um, get other industry people you know, especially people who have um, uh, maybe an authority in that certain area who have a publication that that people tend to read. Have them give you positive comments and reviews on it, and those will begin to kind of overshadow the bad pub. But make sure you address the bad pub. When people do see it, they also need to see your response. It's reputation so, protection. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully that helps. Um, take for what it's worth, and, and let me know how that works out. You know, I forgot to give the tip from last podcast. Yeah, was that that wasn't a? No, that, that was a. Yeah, which is the sound that you get when you kick somebody in the shins. <laughs> <laughs> the tip was. Spin. Oh, I thought you got an ouch. <laughs> <laughs> that too. There's the sound and then the response. Uh, spend time on your relative author tag to improve SERP visibility. Yeah, the author tag. Uh, briefly, uh, we talked about that last week. That is when um, you search for something and the, the, your search engine results pages shows you listings. And next to those listings, you may see an avatar. Avatar is usually pulled from your Google Plus profile. And what Google is doing is saying, well, what what has happened is they're showing your avatar because that's proved that you authored that particular article. And so in order to do that, you have to go back and listen to podcasts. What do we call it? We called it the uh, Bermuda. Bermuda Triangle. No, that wasn't it. Well, it start, yeah, no, it started as the Bermuda Triangle of something. What do we call it? The Relative Author Bermuda Triangle. Okay. I wrote it down. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, what he said. But um, yeah, so you have to do that. <laughs> and um, and, and it, it, at the end of the day, it makes your, your search engine listing um, a little bit more visible. Yeah, well, you've seen it where, it, you know, it may, maybe there are a couple of authors with their avatars, and usually their avatars are pictures of the actual author, um, and those listings stand out. So yeah. take the time to go back and listen to podcast number 142. 
figure out, uh, frankly, you can Google it, figure out how to do relative <laughs> author tag and, uh, and make sure it's done properly. There are ways to test it. And then when your results start showing up for those pages that you've actually spent the time to do the relative author tag on, uh, your little avatar or an image of you will show up. And so I had a few articles here. Uh, we kind of short on time, so I'll, we'll just do this one. Okay. Um, this one's pretty cool. I pulled it from a search engine journal um, from Melissa. How to maintain a good relationship with your SEO and web firm. <laughs> yeah, I knew. Pay bill. Yeah. <laughs> Step one. <laughs> yeah. But she, yeah, she put a few things on here. And one of the things um, I like to highlight is that, first off, Make sure that the firm you're dealing with is reputable. Yeah. Make sure that that they actually know what they're doing and that it's worth you know paying the bill. Yeah. You know don't do your research. Do your research on on any company you deal with. If it's us or or whoever, make sure that um that you're happy, gonna have a a happy working relationship and that um and that they know what they're doing. Yep. So one of the things she says number one was uh show respect. The more the better. You know we have skills to create a foundation. And um, you should respect that. I agree, but uh, what the one thing I I didn't really like about the article was that it was very one-sided. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, because I think you should you should use Reagan's trust and verify, right? Like, yeah. I respect you, and I also want to see results. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So I think that's a, most of these should be a two-way street. You know, we should respect the client. Yeah. Right. You know, because after all, they're a business owner. They're coming to us. And um, and so we are mutually helping each other. I, a good way to deal with clients. I I, I um in the book the E Myth, mm -hmm. uh, it says the client is not always right, and it is our job to make sure the client feels like he's right. Hmm. Right. So that pulls out because everyone's like, you know what, the client isn't always right, nope. and people keep this mantra of oh, the client's always right. No, they're not. <laughs> yeah. And you should make them feel like they are right, and that re that resolves all conflict. I, th I think that's a great uh, great way to approach it. Uh, number two is don't be condescending. When you have um, behave in a condescending manner, you doom the relationship. Um, I agree with this. Um, I haven't experienced it here. I think it's more likely to go the other way, right? Some I see like an SEO firm is more likely. You know, you get a really talented SEO guy. Who, you know, who just really is all his ducks in a row. He knows how to just knock it out of the park, and he's, he might sit with somebody who doesn't know much. It's more likely he's mm -hmm. going to be condescending to the client. So, Well, what, what I've noticed, I haven't experienced that here, but at previous firms I worked at, um, clients who, who have some um, familiarity with SEO, like right. they've done it before, and frankly they think they know it, Right. Um, they'll... they'll talk to you like, you know, you I know more know than you, yeah. I'm paying you to do this, go do it, blah, blah, blah. And so, um, yeah, don't do that because uh, it won't work. <laughs> uh, remember, you have responsibilities too. Yes, if you're a client and you come to us, uh, I need your pictures, I need your content. <laughs> I need to know, I need you to have this conversation with me about your business. I need to know your target audience. I need to know your demographic. I need to know what you want to accomplish you know, throughout the term of this contract and the next three or four years after that. You know, I need to know these things. So so participate. It's your responsibility to give that information um, to your firm. Number four, don't be an email or texting bully. <laughs> People who, I get those, you know, and what I'm, I'm quick to, to place a phone call immediately. Right, yeah. You know, don't email me, beat me up, and then when I call you, 
Be nice to me, yeah. You know, how 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 was your day, Chuck? Yeah. <laughs> you know, no, nah, don't do that. It's not a good look. I don't do it, don't do it. Yeah. Uh, man up. Let's see here. Uh, don't expect hand-holding in unlimited time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, I, I agree with this one, but so, I think it's... Uh, Based on the client, mm-hmm. if we get we get a lot of um, business owners who frankly aren't experienced with internet marketing, and so um, even though it's more time consuming, even though the amount of time spent may not be equal to what we're charging them, frankly, um, it's still worth doing that handholding. Right. You know, just for the sake of educating the client and really it's building that relationship. Well, and the goal is you do that in the beginning and you educate the client a little bit more and, you know, that kind of tapers off as that relationship continues. Yeah. Um, don't treat your SEO or web marketing person like an employee. Yeah. It's a vendor. I think you should look at it as a vendor. Yeah. You pay UPS to ship your stuff. You know, you pay Comcast for your internet services. You pay your web people for your marketing. And so, you I, know. Do, was this comment relative to, like, asking them to do other things? Like, can you make me coffee well, do, also? Well, do you have unrealistic <laughs> expectations, um, you know, doing stuff that's not agreed upon? We're not your employee. We work for ourselves, blah, blah, blah. Right. And so um, we don't have to reply to a phone card email immediately. Right, right. Right, so that sort of thing. Um, you should get a response. <laughs> you know, we try to respond to everything, you know, pretty quickly. Right. Um, you know, but yeah, if you email me at 9:59, I may not email you back at 10. Right. <laughs> you know, maybe 11. <laughs> I mean, but you'll get it. And that's PM. He's really dedicated. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, Cause I'll be up. I, you know, I'll be up if I'm if I'm up. And yeah. I get your email. Um, I, I'll respond. So excuse, take this time to say excuse all typos and things yeah. like that. <laughs> Short uh, messages. <laughs> yeah, cause, but I will respond. Um, keep in mind you're not the only client. Yeah. Yeah. Listen. Open your mind. Um, I think this is a good one because some clients come in, um, business owners come in with this kind of preconceived notion of how it's going to work, what they should do, this is what you need to do, and I'm just paying y'all to do it. Right. When actually, oh, I'm an expert. Chris is an expert. Like, we know what to do and when, why it's going to work. And what not to and do. And what not to right. do. Yeah, and so, um, what you say? We'll give our recommendation, and then we'll do what you ask. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you we know? will vehemently uh, support our what we recommend, and then we'll do what the client wants, yeah. Yeah, so we'll, you know, tell you, you shouldn't put... A picture of you and your dog on there, but if you demand it, then there will be a picture of you, you and your dog, dog on there. there. Yeah, and then we'll change it after the month two when you realize you shouldn't have a picture <laughs> of you and your dog on there. <laughs> that's 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 the the handholding part where we can brainwash them slowly. No <laughs> dog, no picture of you and your dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, number ten, don't expect advice for free. I disagree with that one. Yeah, look at the, look at our podcast. Yeah, I know, it's fundamentally we, I different think, than what we think, how we think. I think giving it, especially to a business owner. I mean, I think it's worth giving that advice. I think it's worth sharing tips um, and and information that could help them. I mean, frankly, that's how we get referrals. <laughs> you know, if you help people, then they'll they'll respect that, they'll honor that, and and you know, compliment you with, um, "Here's my friend who runs this business and he needs help with his." With his Google stuff. Right. That's how they tend to say it. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, and in my networking group, I'm the Google guy, so I get the Google stuff. 
<laughs> so yeah, we give advice for free, man. You know, this podcast is advice, frankly. If you like it, tweet about it. Um, this one was kind of interesting. Don't ask your friends what they think about what we are doing. <laughs> and so, but he went. I think he was. This is more web design related. Um, you know, um, our web design is aimed at meeting the needs of your target markets, not um, your not friends, to please yeah. you or your friends. And so, um, I, I kind of concur, uh, but I do feel like the client should be happy. Yeah. With what the final product and, and is. And frankly, the client's significant other should also be happy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I kind of, I, I kind of, you know what, you can say, it, like, you can put that on your list. And every client will show it to their friends. Like exactly. it's, it's that's not even worth including in the list because mm-hmm. what are they going to do? Hey, look at my new website, friend. Yeah. <laughs> you look at my new website, and what's the friend going to do? I mean, we tend to look for flaws and things yeah. when we see them, and we're like, oh, they could fix this and this and this. So that's just going to happen. I mean, don't put it, take it off, scratch that off the list. Scratch that off. The list. <laughs> that's my virtual finger uh, stylus <laughs> scratch. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, so so that was that list. So it was pretty cool. Um, I think you know I wanted to go through that because we're a firm and we deal with clients, lots of clients. And um, I, I I was impressed by the list. Well, reading the list kind of impressed me about us. That makes sense here. Yeah. Reading yeah, the yeah. list kind of impressed me about us because we don't follow that mode. Right. We give advice for free. Uh, we'll hold hand clients. We'll you know, I mean. Based on salary alone, you know, hold handing a client and walking them through a process, we probably lose money, frankly. Right. <laughs> you know, but if it's worth doing that for that business owner to understand, um, then it's worth doing. Well, and our business model is the long term exactly. you know, relationship with our, with our clients, and so you know that hand holding is what fosters that value that you know convinces the client to sign the next contract, and you know, in 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 four years time. We may lose money in the first six months because we do, we're doing so much handholding, and in four years, we're you know yeah. it makes us a really profitable company, uh, and with a with a really solid customer Client. base. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, so we got blanks there. All right. <clears throat> mm-hmm. This yeah. is pose blank. I think the fly I landed took on my eyeball. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Okay. <laughs> so this blank stare is interesting because remember a few podcasts ago, blank stare was about BlackBerry mm-hmm. and how uh, CEO <laughs> got in and he said that he didn't think they needed to change. We're good. We don't need to change it. What are you talking about? We're good. <laughs> Have you looked at the chart? Is the chart you're looking at turned yeah, 90 chart? degrees? <laughs> is it reversed? <laughs> you know, so the thing that's going down is not going up. <laughs> but um. So anyway, so they their uh, new CMO, new CEO, and everybody came in. So they released their their last quarter numbers. Right. Wow, it's not good. Revenue dropped 4.2 billion. Wow. Like what percentage? Did it have a percentage on that? 18 percent. Wow. That's mm. huge. Mm. Sales dropped 21 percent. But the article I read made a decent comment. It said that hopefully they're at the bottom, <laughs> meaning. I mean, once you're at the bottom, one thing you do is go up, you know? <laughs> Isn't that what you should say after any massive loss? Well, well, well hopefully we're at the bottom now. <laughs> <laughs> the positive thing was uh, uh, BlackBerry Playbook sales went up. They said, right. So 500,000 of them. Wow. And so the comment, the first comment was, was, was hilarious. In the comment, dude says, 
Yes, I had the. Um, I was a, a strong BlackBerry user. I held on to it as long as I could. My job required me to get an iPhone. So at first, I was the guy walking around with two, two. pistols, <laughs> one the six shooter BlackBerry, right. and two the ultra high speed Glock uh, <laughs> iPhone. He said, "Democulator." Yeah, exactly. He said that over time. He began realizing that the iPhone had all of the features yeah. plus some. He, he realized he was reaching for the democulator <laughs> and not the six shooter. He said so now his six shooter sits on his nightstand and they just have awkward stares at each other. <laughs> uh, I remember when I used to go with you. <laughs> Coming below him said, "Yeah, mine moved from the nightstand until inside the drawer." Now. <laughs> And I just bust out laughing because mine is inside the drawer. drawer right by right, the nightstand. Right in the nightstand. Re- it's ready to go. It's ready to well, go. Yeah, it's, yeah. But, yeah, <laughs> Poe po Blackbeard. Oh, well. And you like the playbook, right? Like, you were. You it was were okay. I, I on test drove finger. one. Uh, talking about <laughs> Best Buy stuff, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I test drove well, I was a Blackberry fan, you right? know. And so, um, yeah, I'm Android tablet now. Android phone and probably soon to be iPadding yeah. it. Yeah, oh, that's uh, I my phone, the Galaxy S2 Android. I love it. It's, it's, it's an awesome phone. It's faster, thinner. I mean, it's, it's an awesome phone, and the pictures are just phenomenal. It's crazy. Uh, yeah, so no longer need a point and shoot. Uh, did we cover all like all of our? We did our Facebook. We did our Twitter. We um, all right. Yeah, so I think that's it. you have been listening to the most popular SEO podcast on iTunes. Uh, this was podcast number 143, and uh, and we appreciate you guys ch- tuning in. Make sure there's two places that you can put a review. We covered iTunes. Also, go to e-webstyle.com slash SEO podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, just under the videos, you'll see a plus account. Go ahead and go there and submit a review. Uh, only do that if you think you're getting value out of this podcast or if we make you angry. And if your name is <laughs> not Mo. <laughs> <laughs> Your name is not Mo. <laughs> I will get you. <laughs> Crank calling Bart. Uh, actually, our whole network here is about Bart is, is Simpsons characters. We don't have a Mo. We, we, need, we need a Mo. Do we? No. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys for tuning in. Until the next podcast, my name is Chris Burris. I'm Charles Lewis. Bye-bye for now. Highbrow, highbrow, tamely, gamely, headed my way, cool as mountain snow, girl, glow, girl, pining, shining, needing some play. Where have you been all my life? Something pure yet so She's gonna set me free